Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. I'm excited to be with you as always, and I'm here in the Furman Garner Performance Studio at KUAF, right here across from the Fayetteville Public Library. And listen, I got to say, you guys have heard me say it over and over again. The partnership that we have with KUAF is nothing short of amazing. It's it is it's yeah, I grew up listening to public radio. So for me, it's always special to just be able to connect with the folks here at KUAF. And so between Lee Wood and Kyle Kellums and the rest of the team here, they are just amazing professionals at what they do, keeping Northwest Arkansas informed. The thing that I really like, and this is one of the reasons why this relationship is so important, is that these guys have thought enough of me and of what we've been doing here at I Am Northwest Arkansas to share excerpts from our podcast episodes on Ozarks at Large every Tuesday, both at noon and at seven. So I really want to encourage you to support KUAF, support local public radio, and you can help them out however you choose, but certainly donations help. And as you know, when it comes to the arts, when it comes to public radio, public television, we can, you know, it's everything that that is done in these organizations is supported by viewers and listeners like you. So that was an unprompted commercial that I just decided to share. And and it kind of lines up with my guest today because I'm having, I have the honor of having Shannon Jones here in the performance studio with me. And, and if you don't know Shannon, you're going to learn about her today. But Shannon is the new executive director of Theater Squared. And I reached out to Chris Seawood, who's a very dear friend. And I said, Chris, I got to get Shannon on the podcast. We had already interviewed Martin Miller a long time ago during the pandemic, episode 96. The title of that episode is The Show Must Go On. 
And Martin and I had a very spirited conversation about theater, about doing theater here in Northwest Arkansas specifically, and just about some of the challenges that he's faced and then just the growth that he's experienced during his 13-year tenure. And now, now Shannon has basically picked up that mantle and is running with it. And so we have her here in studio today, and we're really excited about that. Without further ado, Shannon Jones, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. That was an excellent <laughs> intro. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That was off the cuff. I didn't <laughs> I didn't I didn't plan for that. There was no chat GPT involved. So thankfully I was able to get that all out in one fell swoop without too many ums and ahs. But no, seriously though, I want to say congratulations to you. You've been at Theater Squared since 2014, almost 10 years. Yep. So you've put your time in. I sure have. You have. And so I would love for you just to kind of Give us a brief for those, the uninitiated, because it's always amazing to me. And I know this might bring a little tear to your eye is that I'll talk to people here in Northwest Arkansas and I'll say, yeah, have you been to Theater Squared? And they'll say, what's that? And I'm just like, oh my gosh. But I've also had somebody ask me, they've said, what's that about Crystal Bridges, which I was really surprised about. Oh, that's very surprising. But yeah, that is surprising. But but it, it happens, right? Because I mean, sometimes life happens and you just get busy and it's just hard to focus on anything except for what's right in front of you. But seriously, though, I would love for you just to give our audience an overview of Theater Squared and its significance, both in Fayetteville, which is right down the street here on Spring, and as well as the significance to Northwest Ar- the Northwest Arkansas community. Yeah, absolutely. So Theater Squared is our region's live professional theater. So we present work. We do everything in-house, and we bring 350-plus performances year-round to our audiences in Northwest Arkansas, as well as we have uh, an amazingly robust schools tour program that reaches tens of thousands of kids every year. And so it's an incredible, it's an incredible professional theater and we love to create art. So that's what we do. Yeah. You know, and I was just, I would love for you just to kind of, just so people have a better understanding. I mean, it's hugely impressive the amount of kids that you touch with theater. Because a lot of times people don't, people think, oh, well, I'm just going to go to the play on Saturday night. And that's kind of the extent of the reach of this regional theater. But the reality is, is that the reach is much greater than what people realize. Can you just expand a little bit about that program? Because I'm quite familiar with it. And when I heard the numbers, I was blown away by how far you reach out beyond just the confines of Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, absolutely. So our schools tour program in particular, led by our amazing education team, reaches kids in Arkansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma. Um, We have um, support from some generous funders like the Tyson Family Foundation, Simmons Foods, that help support that schools tour as well as others. And That reach includes, we're usually hitting around 20,000 kids across those three states and hundreds of schools. And these are schools in areas that do not have regular access to the arts. Um, It is the first time a lot of these kids are being able to see a show and have that experience. And as a kid who also did not necessarily grow up with theater, I can tell you what an incredible impact that is. And so with that schools tour in particular, we have an incredible reach, but also we just have, we have amazing partnerships with the Amazium and we do our Miss Mouse show. We partner with all types of people across the region, as well as going into schools. And we also do performances for kids. So I think we've got three school matinees coming up for a Christmas carol. Like, so we're just going to like the impact to the kids is pretty incredible. Yeah. And you do like summer camps. You guys have a lot going on. Summer camps and educational classes all year round. We do musical theater classes, playwriting. There's something for everyone. Um, Even on spring break, we're getting those classes in there and Sharing our love of theater with the world around us. Yeah, no, I and listen, I got to say, and for those of you that are listening, I had the benefit of firsthand experiencing the excellence of Theater Squared because both of my kids were in the play Matilda. And then one of my sons went through a training program with Theater Squared that was really, really valuable for him. He would come to Theater Squared every Monday night and then there were multiple meetings and he learned about the theater and about all kinds of different roles and 
and things that you can do within that. And so I just, I was really, uh, I've been very appreciative of the extent of the reach that Theater Squared has just beyond that beautiful facility that's just right down the street there on Spring Street. Can you just speak to that facility as well and kind of tell people what they could be in store for if they haven't been yet, if they do come, how many theaters do you have down there? We have two spaces inside of our theater. So we have our Spring Theater and our West Theater, but the entire building is meant to be activated. So we were supported by our community and so many amazing funders and people in the community to build this incredible new space, which opened in 2019. So we hit it We got in there just before the pandemic hit, but it's been an incredible experience so far. The space holds our walker rehearsal hall, our community room, our commons bar and cafe, which is open even outside of showtime. So people can come in in the morning for coffee, you know, swing by and grab a pizza at lunch. So just incredible space that is always active. There's always something going on. And yeah, that's our beautiful, it's a really beautiful building. We've won a number of architecture awards. Um, We worked with Marvel Architects, Charcoal Blue Design Firm, a number of places that helped kind of make this dream a reality. And it's been incredible to be able to create work in this space meant and built for us. Yeah. I mean, the thing, you just recently had a pop-up bar there. And I mean, you guys have, I mean, when you think of that whole building, it's almost like a utilitarian black box that can be utilized for so many different things. I've been there for early morning meetings. I've been there for board meetings. Your boardroom is outstanding and that's made available to the local public. They're just, there's, it's more than just the theater. It is one of the, one of the important center pieces of the downtown Fayetteville area. That's very true. And that's part of the philosophy and ethos of why we created this space is not just to be a theater, but really to be a community space, to be a gathering space. That's why we have so many different programs and things that come that are able to come through there. And I think that's a really important part of how we keep the arts alive, how we remain relevant in our community. It's not just about putting on remarkable plays, which we do, but there's so much more that we can do for our community and that we want to do for our community. And, you know, certainly so much much of it is centered around the building, but that outreach and impact certainly extends um, when we're talking about just the reach of theater squared and the things that we want to be in our community. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's very special. That's for sure. and. So I know that you are not from here. That's right? correct. Yes. So you're originally, are you originally from Florida? I'm originally from Florida. Okay. Okay. What part of Florida? I am from Jacksonville, so okay. Northeast okay. Florida, and I went to school in Central Florida in Orlando, home, okay. home of the mouse. Home of the, right, exactly. <laughs> so now you got your BFA in stage management from the University of Central Florida. What was that like? And you're also a member of the Actors Equity Association. What was that like? How did you end up here in Northwest Arkansas? So I, after school, I started to freelance in the world of stage management. I worked mostly up and down the East Coast. So Maine, New Hampshire, Virginia, North Carolina, lots of uh, Alabama, lots of different states on the East Coast. And by happenstance, one of my mentors who I'd worked with also worked with our artistic director, Bob Ford. And one day he had reached out to her and said, hey, we're looking for stage managers. Do you know anyone? Yeah. And she recommended me. And I said, I'm not interested in going to Arkansas. <laughs> and um, and I admittedly did not. I didn't give it a chance at first. But Bob, being the kind and generous soul that he is, just sat down We just hopped on the phone one day and had probably the most incredible conversation I've ever had. And I just I was completely blown away just by the possibility of Northwest Arkansas and Fayetteville. And I was like, okay, I have to go and see what this place is about. And I what started, you know, so I, I got here in 2014 and what started as a contract basis, I was like, I'll be here for a few months and see if I like it. You know, if he 
did he really sell me on it? You know? Yeah. And it started as kind of a, a three show contract. I was going to be gone in a few months. And after, but we quickly got to the end of that three months. I was like, can I stay? Like, can we keep doing this? <laughs> I love this place. And now almost 10 years later, here we are. Yeah. Um, and it, it's been such an amazing journey. You know, so many people have been, I think, instrumental to me being able to make a home here with my family. Sure. And it's so incredible to be in a place where you're loved and supported and you get to have fun doing this work that you trained for. Yeah. And so, you know, that's how I ended up here. A little bit of hesitation on the front end, but I honestly couldn't imagine being anywhere else now. I, I love that. So have you kept track of all the roles that you've had at Theater Squared up until this point of becoming the executive director? So, yes. Yeah, so it's seven roles in wow. nine years. So basically a new title every year, Okay, <laughs> which is very funny because after like even with our business cards and stuff, I was like, I'm just going to stop ordering business cards <laughs> because like I'd only get through, order like, one a, with your name portion. on it. And leave it at that. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. pretty, pretty much. And so now as executive director, I'm like, okay, what title do I want next? You know, oh <laughs> how do goodness. I keep switching it up? But no, it's it's been great. Well, I think it's important. I want to stress just that aspect, right? Because sometimes people think, oh, well, I'm only going to be here for a season or you just never know. Right. And I've always believed that. And I've used this statement before and take it for for what it's worth. But I believe your gift makes room for you. Okay. And so you clearly have a gift in the theater, in the theater arts arena, and it has made room for you on multiple levels. And now you have ascended to the executive director. It's a, it's a big deal, right? I mean, Theater Squared is not a small theater. I mean, you put on a lot of shows. You do a lot of work. We just talked about the impact that you're having in the lives of 20,000 plus young people every year in this region. So that's a big mantle to carry. What was it like? I mean, when you when you first thought about or considered the opportunity of taking over from Martin, what was that like in your mind? Were you like, am I ready for this? I mean, I've done a little bit of everything. It was terrifying. <laughs> uh, well, first, I was just like, but Martin, you're always going to be here. Right. But, you know, uh, he needed to spread his wings and, you know, be with his family as well. Yeah. And I admit, yes, I was a little bit terrified at the idea of it. And I had a lot of really heartfelt, honest conversations with a number of individuals, Martin included, about, am I ready for this? And I, I think I quickly realized and I often tell people, I was like, you know more than you think you do. Yeah, yeah. And I needed to remind that I needed to give myself that reminder. And once I really started to think about, oh, I have had an impact. Oh, I have made a difference here. And I do know these things. And it really felt it felt like a natural transition, a big transition and scary because, yes, like you said, Martin had been in the role for 13 years. Yeah. And so being the first person to step in after that was always going to be it was going to be a big deal no matter who it was. But, you know, I've poured 10 years of my life into this organization and I love it and it is my home. And so knowing all of those things made the unknown feel a little less scary. Sure. Because when you have your home and when you have people supporting you and when you have your team together, you can build and do great things together. And that's really that. I mean, that's my style. That's who I am. I'm, I'm a people person. I think we have one of the most incredible teams in the American theater. And just knowing that we have the support of such incredible people, both inside of the organization and out into the community, made the transition feel less terrifying. And, and it's been a lot of work, but it's been amazing so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got to say, it's almost like you've been given a blank canvas, right? Because we're past COVID. Well, not quite, but we are, even though we Mm -hmm. just recently, you recently had a show that you had to end a few shows early because Mm of one of the actors or somebody got COVID. And so we're still kind of dealing with that. But I mean, you have a blank canvas in the fact that we're kind of on the other side of the pandemic. Yes. And so we are reengaging with the arts. 
We are re-engaging with theater. More and more people are getting out on a regular basis. And so, I mean, you, you almost have, it's going to be interesting to see what this next season or two looks like for the theater, because there's a lot of opportunities and there's also a lot of pent up energy that was kind of held in check for a three year period. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about that? And what are you hoping to accomplish with Theater Squared now that we are on the other side of this, you know, terrible situation that we all found ourselves in for three plus years? Yeah, it was really hard for all of us. I think theaters, I think there's something we say in theaters, like we're one of the first industries to get shut down. We're one of the last to come back. I really will, you know, credit Martin with helping lead us through that, with leading us through that time. I was general manager at our time through COVID. And so working, dealing with the inner workings and seeing the ebb and flow of our audience, of our community, and seeing people gradually return. We're definitely, we're not back at our numbers pre-pandemic because we just, people are just now starting to return. Our show that we opened the season with Dial M for Murder. Which was fabulous, by the way. It was amazing. Um, We had, I think, 50% 50% new to subscribe households. Um, so over, so like half of our audience that came to the theater were either coming for the first time. And then some of those people were just now, they're like, I haven't been since, since before the pandemic. This is the first time I'm getting back out. Yeah. So to speak what you, to what you said, yes, people are just now reengaging. And so it is really vital for us as an organization to remain present and visible from a number of standpoints, you know, again, not just creating great shows, but what our community outreach is and things that we are giving back to the community as an anchor here. Being present and visible is so important in helping us continue to move past the haze of COVID, if you will. And Having that impact and being such a cultural institution in Northwest Arkansas and beyond is really important for us to be able to continue to grow as an organization. Yeah. So what are you, I mean, what have you kind of developed or do you feel like your vision or your style of leadership is finely tuned or is it the kind of thing where you're gaining new insight and learning as you go? I am a lifelong learner. So I <laughs> Amen. I am too. Yes. So. so I would I don't think that I could ever say that something is finely tuned because I I think there's always room to say like, oh, how can we do this better? Right. Or that was is, a trick question, by the way. So, yeah, you answered it. <laughs> okay. Right, so. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I think to the extent that I feel really confident and comfortable in this position, yes, I I think I've got a vision for the theater. Supported by Bob Ford, uh, my partner and artistic director, and the rest of our leadership team. But I also think that, you know, if there's anything that COVID taught us is that, like, you might get a curveball at any moment. And so we are in this shifting landscape of for the American theater, for where people's focus is. The arts often goes through ebbs and flows. And like many nonprofits um, and many arts organizations in particular, we are largely funded by charitable giving. So just like KUF, like we can't do it without the support of sure. those around us. Yeah. And so while I, I do have a direction that we want to continue to grow as an organization, I also am always ready for the possibility of like... How can we be doing things better and preparing for those what ifs? But in general, I think we're really excited about the future. We're going to be coming up on our 20th anniversary mm, season. That's exciting. Very soon. And so, I mean, that's a huge milestone for something that was birthed in Northwest Arkansas to hit 20 years is just incredible because our, our 15th season was overshadowed by COVID. And so we didn't get the excitement around that. And so we're, we're definitely looking forward to the future and seeing how can we continue to anchor ourselves in the community and be good stewards in the community. 
Yeah, you know, and that, that must be exciting. And I'm, I'm assuming, have you have you had a chance to kind of interact with those long-term subscribers to the theater that are able to kind of remark about where you were and where you come to? You know what I'm saying? I mean, 20 years, that's that's, that's a long time in the theater. That's a, that's a generation. Mm-hmm. And a lot has changed, but a lot hasn't. And I'd be curious to know from the perspective of Northwest Arkansas, what do you feel like are some of the the most important highlights of having a robust and healthy regional theater scene as we do here in Northwest Arkansas? And I'm including other locations mm-hmm. besides Theater Squared, but I kind of look at Theater Squared as one of those anchors, right? Because of what you're able to do, you bring attention to this region. And in bringing that attention, more people want to have, want to do something here. So. The importance of the regional theater scene and the art scene in general, I guess it it almost can't be overstated. Like the things that we bring to to Northwest Arkansas. So, yes, like remarkable live plays, engagement and interaction with uh, with the community, our educational program, any of that outreach all are vital to what we do as an organization. Mm-hmm. The impact that we have on the lives of those around us and in our community is felt. I interacted with a patron who had not been to Theater Squared before. They came for the band's visit and they had family members who were Lebanese and of the culture of that show. And they're like, I've never seen myself on stage like this before. I've never experienced this. And oh, my God, like. Is changed my life. And that is a real story. <laughs> it's not like a thing that I made up. Like yeah. I'm having these conversations and seeing that impact, it spreads out. And like you said, it makes people hopefully, you know, want to invest in the arts and be a part of this ecosystem that we've created. Yeah. And that's really important, I think, from a cultural standpoint, but also just to to reinforce that like in our lives is great for everyone, you know? Yeah. And that is certainly, that is, I think, I think that is a general acceptance in terms of we need art in our lives in order to be fully fulfilled, right? Or fully living. One of the challenges though, and I'd love for you just to kind of speak with, speak to this would be kind of, what are you guys doing or how do you deal with some of the challenges when it comes to like budgeting and fiscal management? Because that's the other side of the equation with theaters, right? And that's the rub sometimes that you hear mm-hmm. from people. It's like, oh, theater's great, but it doesn't really make any money or it doesn't do what we, you know, what you expect it to do or how can we afford to even keep these doors open? Because I've, I've had the benefit of participating with you guys in some fundraising activities and it takes a lot to keep those doors open. And I certainly want to you know, encourage our listeners and people that are listening to this that have been to Theater Square to support the arts, because without it, I mean, we could be a very dull society. But talk about how you view that aspect of it, right? Because there is the creative side, but then there's also the side of I've got to keep these doors open. I've got to make sure. And that's the challenge as the executive director that you're faced with. So how do you view that? And through what lens do you choose to pick up to look at this region and what the potential is for Theater Squared. Yeah. So Martin, my my predecessor, was incredible at fiscal management. And that's been one of the areas where I thankfully had the benefit of training with him for, you know, for a few years, particularly in that area. And so understanding the financials I think in in any organization is important, but yes, especially in nonprofits where like I said, you rely so much on the support of those around you. And I would argue that like there are two sides of the same coin. So like the fiscal management and responsibility is directly in line with the artistic power of what we are creating. Mm -hmm. When we touch lives, when we transform communities, we buy back essentially that support for our organizations. It doesn't come without a lot of hard work. We we rely on a number of grants and funders to help keep our doors open, but we also 
we also give back by making sure that we are having an impact and those things have to stay connected. Otherwise, we'd just be like a for-profit institution, you know, which we're not. But I think in keeping those things together, it allows us to have those things work in concert. So when we talk about our artistic values as an organization, tying that into is it fiscally responsible or can we can we, you know, push this art form here because the buyback of it will be great enough to help balance balance those things out. And it's it's a really careful equation. Yeah. But, you know, my my style as a leader is very people focused and very engaged with how things are affecting those around us, both from an internal and external standpoint. And I, I'm a very firm believer of if you take care of people, they'll take care of you. And that, that you know, that that's everywhere. And so being able to present these stories of people on stage that have never seen themselves on stage before, being able to present this new work that this artist has never had a chance to put out, those things are supported because people want that art and they want that impact in their lives and they're going to find a way to keep supporting it and work together. So I, you know, certainly, certainly an optimist view of those things, but I really do think that the fiscal responsibility and health of our organization is intrinsically tied to how we show up as an organization, how we show up for others and how we show up for our community. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So certainly everything that that you said totally resonates with me and you're absolutely right. I mean, as you have become more inclusionary, as you have become more diversified in your offerings, I was telling somebody, and again, you know, as an African-American, when I moved to Northwest Arkansas, I did have some concerns about culture, about what would be available to me. And I'll be honest with you, I have been pleasantly surprised And I tell anyone that will listen, listen, don't sleep on Northwest Arkansas. I've seen some amazing plays. I've seen people that look like me up on stage. There have been a number of initiatives that have been undertaken here in the arts and in other spaces where, you know, people feel like they're a part of the process. And I'll never forget, I had a chance because every time I go to an event and I guess I should say that I, I am a, an ambassador for Theater Squared. I'm always hyping it up. So <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you always hear me talking about the latest shows that are happening there at the theaters or anything that's cool that they're doing, which is everything. And, you know, I, I spoke to an actor who's from L.A. and he had said he said to me, you know, I didn't know what to expect when I came here to Northwest Arkansas. And this guy, he's been on a number of shows on HBO and others and just, you know, a pretty solid actor. and and. You know, we just had a really good conversation about this area. And one of his friends came up and they got confused because they actually flew into Little Rock instead of flying into Northwest <laughs> Arkansas. But when they got up here, they're like, oh, man, this place is cool. And so but he was just telling me how how special of a place Northwest Arkansas was. And, you know, it's like it's one of those things where you, you've got to see it for yourself. And I think. Because of the work that and the time and effort that Theater Squared has put in to create amazing shows and put on amazing programs, that it's attracting an audience of people that maybe at one point in time might not have given Northwest Arkansas a second thought. But now they're like, oh, no, this, that, that place is real. And you know what? That Theater Squared, it's a regional theater like no other. And yeah, you're in the heartland. It's These guys are really doing some amazing programmatic work. And uh, it's definitely worth taking a closer look. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And and it's it's been incredible even just in the time that I've been here to start to see that name recognition for the theater. And as we, you know, we've impacted thousands of artists, you know, who come here across the years and Oh, yes, I've always wanted to work at Theater Squared. Oh, yes, I've heard about you. My <laughs> friend worked here. I've been so excited to get an opportunity to come experience this for myself. And yeah. so that impact and that recognition is certainly starting to spread out. And it's great because it brings those people back to Northwest Arkansas. And not only do we get to show them what we can do as a regional theater, 
we get to show them what our what our region and what our area can do. And I think that like, you know, it's it's an ecosystem and we're all a part of building it together. No, absolutely. Without a doubt. And and that's the thing that I'm really excited about. And I I don't know about most of the listeners here, but I'm constantly thinking about, man, what's coming next, right? I mean, what are we able to do next? I mean, I got to say, and and, and of course, I'm going to highlight it because it was something that I was personally involved with, which was just simply getting to kind of witness firsthand. I think it's the most amount of time that I've volunteered as an usher. But when my kids were in Matilda, Mm -hmm. I saw every show for the, I think it was the Greencast maybe. Because I think that's the one my mm-hmm. kids were in. But anyway, I saw every show and I was just blown away. And I, I would hear from one person after another. I saw this on Broadway. This was just as good as what was on Broadway. And I mean, that was a testament to what you guys were able to do. Even during the pandemic, you guys were able to pull something amazing off. And I think you broke some records with Matilda. Yes. That Yeah. I mean, it's I think the most attended play that you guys have done. And, and so- Partially because you use that beautiful event center at the library. Very true. The Fayetteville Public Library. If you haven't been in there, that event center is is simply beautiful. And when it's set up in theater style, I want to say it almost seats like 750 people. It's a lot. I think we <laughs> I think we had I'm trying to think of what our I think we're like close to 500 for for our highest attended show ever. Yeah. Um, and for a single performance, it was it was incredible. We're really Thankful for our partnership with the Fayetteville Public Library. Absolutely. And we've continued to work in tandem with them. So yeah. they're great. Yeah, no. It, and so that's a, just one example. But I mean, you guys put on the Christmas Carol every year and that's another amazing play. And I mean, people have seen it. If they've seen it once, they've seen it like, you know, five, six, seven times and they, and they come back every year. It's kind of like seeing the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. You can't just see it once. You got to come back and see it. It becomes a, tr- a tradition. Yes. Well, and and we're we're excited about building a Christmas carol as a Northwest Arkansas family holiday tradition. And that's a part of being able to bring that back. And even, you know, every year there's always like a new little fun surprise. There's always something exciting, you know, coming up. There's like, oh, they did this like a little differently. And I, you know, I enjoy those types of things because I enjoy getting to see like, oh, this is how it changed (laughs) from year to year. And also some of the kids in the show have kind of started to grow up with the show a little bit. And so you see them as Tiny Tim and like, oh, suddenly they're a new character. And I think that's a really fun thing that we get to do by bringing that show back every year. I think that's really great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no, And that's exciting. And so I, I certainly encourage people to, if you haven't been to Theater Square, you, you got to check it out for yourself and just kind of see what it's all about. There's so many amazing things going on. What is it like? How, like, what's the, the symbiotic relationship of you and, and Bob Ford as the artistic director? Because, I mean, he is like, I don't think a lot of people realize you, you need to look at this guy's CV. I mean, he's he's very accomplished to have somebody of Bob Ford's background and skill set here in Northwest Arkansas. It's kind of impressive when you think about it, you know, and I know some people in the theater space that are familiar with him. And they were like, oh, man, I didn't know Bob Ford was, you know, in Northwest Arkansas. But, you know, he's he's really talented. How does that work in terms of that relationship? Bob Ford is the best co-leader that I could ask for. Um, He's all the things that you want in a partner in crime when it comes to (laughs) leading an organization. Um, I, you know, he's thoughtful. He's considerate. He's finely attuned to theater squared just as an institution. I mean, he's a co-founder of the organization and he knows Fayetteville and he knows Northwest Arkansas. And so our relationship has been so interesting because, well, my position has evolved over the years. And so it's been always very interesting of like, as I started taking those steps up in the organization and our relationship began to get closer and closer and more tightly interwoven, it's been very interesting. But he's such a fun and engaged co-leader. So it makes our partnership really seamless, really easy. And we can have really thoughtful discourses on like why we think one direction is better to go than another. 
or, you know, but all all with the heart of theater squared at the forefront. And I think that's what you want in a partner when you're co-leading an organization. And so it's been really incredible to know him for as long as I have, but also just now to get to work with him and lead the organization beside him. Yeah. And so now that you're doing that, what are you excited about from a project or initiative standpoint in terms of growing theater squared in this next season, right? Because now you, I mean, Martin Miller for 13 years had put his thumbprint, his DNA on theater here in Northwest Arkansas. You now, Shannon Jones, are getting to do that. You're getting to put your thumbprint, no pressure, no pressure. and <laughs> DNA on theater squared. What are you excited about from a project or initiative standpoint? And what have you and Bob talked about in terms of what you would like to see long term for theater in our community here in Northwest Arkansas? So I think the things that we are most excited about are just continuing to grow the organization. We're at this moment in time where as we come out of COVID, as things have shifted, either from funding perspectives in general, we're excited about having the opportunity to kind of like firmly place our foothold and continue to grow the organization. And for me and for Bob, that really means from what does our community outreach look like? What does our educational impact look like? What kind of shows are we doing? And we, I think theater is is unique in the way that it can be really responsive to the world around it. I think that has a huge impact on how we choose our plays. We always talk about in our season <laughs> planning process, like, does this feel timely or this feels timeless? Like you could do the show at any point in time. And so there are a number of things, you know, th those are the things that I feel most excited about because for us, it's about cementing that impact in our community you know, as our regional theater. Yeah. So I think the community impact and outreach piece of it is vitally important. Like I said, you take care of people, they take care of you. And I think there are a lot of opportunities that we haven't yet been introduced to or haven't been able to fully develop. And I think that's really important to me as a leader to help uplift those things. And how does that tie into the work that we're doing on stage? And so not not just about the community outreach partners, but like, what does that mean if we are bring the, you know, bring those perspectives and lived experiences on stage? I think those things start to really tie in closely together. And that filters out into the other work that we do when we talk about our hosting of events and we talk about being a community space. Like it's all very intrinsically connected. I think just, you know, on a on a general scale, I would say knowing that we have our 20th anniversary season coming up, I think that is I think it's it's an opportunity to make a big splash. I think there will be things on the horizon for us as an organization as we start to, you know, we get older. I We're in our 18th season right now. So I was like, we're legal adults now. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're going to be able to drink soon. Sure. <laughs> but Looking at how we continue to grow as an organization will also be really tied into how Northwest Arkansas is growing as a community. Yeah. We have the Ramble that is in that cultural arts corridor and like how can we connect with our city more meaningfully and being right in that kind of arts district. There are so many opportunities. And so the excitement is there. I think there's a lot of there's a lot, like I said, with community outreach, with the shows that we do on stage. And I think that will that work and remaining committed to that work and sharing a wealth of stories will continue to cement our place as an anchor in our community. Yeah. And I got to believe that just the simple fact that maybe you're one or two steps away from creating something that maybe a few years ago you had never thought would be possible. But yet it becomes possible because of the efforts that you put into it, you know, and I think those are the things that, you know, it's not business as usual as far as a theater goes. You guys are constantly trying to try new things and to innovate and, and to engage in 
capture the minds of those that, that are audience members and those that are part of this community. And so there's always going to be a new opportunity for you to, to kind of scratch that itch. And so I'm excited. I'm going to grab my popcorn and a drink <laughs> and I'm just going to sit there and I want to be a witness to it. So I'm really excited for what you can do and what you will do with Theater Squared with your team. You have the most amazing box office of staff folks that are just simply the best. You've got, I mean, like you you mentioned, the small restaurant that you have within there, which I got to tell people, the only day it's not open is Monday, right? Yes. Yeah. Because Monday, most theaters are dark and you find that even on Broadway. So I would encourage somebody, if you just want to go, I go down there just to grab a salad from time to time during the week and, and they have some of the most amazing salads and the staff is very friendly and, and, you know, you can get a drink in the middle of the day, no judgment here if you want. <laughs> but I mean, you I mean just to sit in that, you know, the, the floor to ceiling glass windows and just look out. I mean, it's yours, you know, I take advantage of it, but I want you, the listener, I want to encourage you to go down to Theater Squared and take advantage of all that we just talked about and all of the amazing things that Shannon has been working on for almost a 10 year period and see why it is such a special place. So I want to end just with a simple question to you. For those that are listening to this, Shannon, how can people support and or get involved with everything that Theater Squared is doing from ushering to it could be financial support. It could be something else. How can people get involved with Theater Squared? So there are so many ways to interact and engage with Theater Squared. I'll give you our website and our box office number just for like the easiest ways if you just want to see what we're up to. So that's theater2.org. Okay. And our box office number is 479-777-7477. Y'all can call our box office anytime. And we've got shows, like I said, year round. We're right in the middle of our 18th season and we still have, I think we have another five shows left, another yeah. five or six shows left that we're ready to present to our audiences. There are so many ways to support. We've got a really great volunteer program. And like you said, it allows people to see the shows for free. We have our Lights Up for Access program. If you need uh, discounted tickets, you can check out our Lights Up for Access program. We have our educational opportunities, so classes year-round. Yeah. And summer camps, if you're just wanting to stick with the summer there, we have our annual fund that people can contribute to if you're interested in making a financial contribution. But in general, just reach out. I mean, reach out to the theater. Like Randy said, like we have an incredibly, an incredibly supportive and engaged staff of humans and individuals. <laughs> and like everyone wants to know, like everyone is really invested in the success of Theater Squared. And they're there for you, our community. They're there to make sure that y'all have access to us as an institution. And whether it be events, whether it be, you know, birthday party, anything, we do it all. We're yeah. always doing something. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would encourage anyone, especially if you just a recent grad of the U of A and you're, you're remaining here in Northwest Arkansas to start your career, but you feel like oh, I can't afford the arts, you, you need to make time to come down and volunteer and help out. I'm sure they'll find something for you to do and then take in the arts as part of that process. I'll never forget when I moved to the Bay Area many moons ago. I know I don't look that old, but when I moved <laughs> to the Bay Area, I was living in San Francisco and, and a friend said, hey, you should come volunteer at the San Francisco Ballet, one of the best ballets in the world, mind you. And I was like, eh, you know, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I, I love the ballet. The Nutcracker was my favorite. But that exposure, I spent a year, almost two years, and I was there all the time volunteer. It, it became a, I was like, oh, who, you know, next up, I'm like ready to go. You know, I would get my suit on. I would go down there and volunteer as an usher. And it was the greatest single experience that I've ever had in terms of the arts and just my interaction. And I, I was just for a while there, I was Jones. And I remember when I stopped doing it and I was like, oh man, I, I got to have, you know, some interaction with theater and, and I'll never forget it. And it fundamentally changed how I viewed the arts and specifically how I viewed theater and the ballet and the symphony, but I got involved, right? And sometimes it's just the simple act of getting involved. So my encouragement with that story is simply anybody listening to this, if you've always thought about it, but never acted upon it, I'm telling you, 
use the inspiration from Shannon's story and what she is about to do here at Theater Squared, as well as what she's already done and all the amazing talent that's around her, including Bob Ford and Chris Seawood and so many other amazing people at Theater Squared. You know, use that as inspiration to get involved because the arts community is only as rich as the people that are participating in it. Is that accurate? That is so well said. Okay, cool. You can have that. That's for free. So. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> yes, you. I appreciate absolutely. it. So, so give us the website again. Yes, it is theater2.org. Okay. And that's theater uh, with an R-E. And then our box office number is 477, or sorry, no, I lied. It's 479-777-7477. There you go. Yeah, that, that's easy to find. And and. We'll put all of that in the show notes and and everybody will be able to connect with Shannon should you have any questions or just want to learn more about Theater Squared or more about how you can get involved. This will be an opportunity for you to do that. So let this episode serve as inspiration for you to kind of step out of your comfort zone. Plus, you'll meet some new people. I mean, there's, there's an amazing group of folks. I I mean, it's just I have met several really cool people and just being involved with Theater Squared, even in the time that I was involved uh, doing uh, my volunteer work with Matilda. And um, it's just been, you know, I see them all the time and you see people around town. So that's the beauty of getting involved. So, yeah. yeah. So thank you so much, Shannon. We really appreciate it. We wish you nothing but continued success. And we will continue to highlight all of the amazing things that you and Bob and the rest of the team at Theater Squared are doing. And and it, just know that you have a friend here at the podcast. So yeah. thank you so much. This has been incredible. And thank you to all of your listeners. I appreciate well. that. Thank you. Well, folks, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can also subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please, please, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.